Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite TV show, one that Travis is watching for the very first time. And this is season two, episode four, Abominations. Mm-hmm. So before we even get started to talking about this, mm-hmm. let, let's hear that that sweet, sweet, sweet Netflix synopsis. <laughs> All right. With the course of the Civil War in jeopardy, Jackson and Amaya travel to a slaveholding plantation while the other legends battle Confederate zombies. <laughs> I had to pause there for a minute to really hit it, hit, it, hit home the last two words there. Confederate zombies. You know, if I was reading that, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get, we'll talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. A bit. If I was reading that, I go, okay, dun, 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 civil war. They got to change the Confederate zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm in. <laughs> really because 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 that's because this is a pretty good this is a pretty good one this is a pretty good i think it's a pretty good netflix holiday here's what i think here's what i'd think watching it again this is me canadian white boy from the outside uh here's the here's a synopsis for dc's legends of tomorrow on the cw mm-hmm. with the course of the civil war in jeopardy okay jackson and i travel to a slaveholding plantation eee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's what i'm thinking there wow the other legends battle confederate zombies okay 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 you're gonna that's fine if you want to do confederates but the, the sleeve holding plantation hey <laughs> like that's what i was that's what that that's my whole thing with this i don't know what to think of this about this whole episode okay i, I didn't even take into the canadian that that I, I didn't even think about you being canadian having because yeah. like, i mean i i mean obviously i i i you're aware of the civil yes, war yes, yes and I the guess. general and and um that that yeah like what it was about and about slave holding plantations etc um and but i just really as a i mean we'll get to it there's a way that you can pull off this kind of blend of history and kitsch in a way that's a nice kind of mix Mm-hmm. And I did not feel it today at all, man. <laughs> it felt like we'll get to it. It was really oh, yeah. like, it, I, like it all some like uh, there's a very I remember when back in the Colbert report, I remember man back back in the day when that was hot. He, uh, there was just I would remember every line of his and one I remember it was after uh, it was in the just after the attitude era and he, or maybe it was during near the end of it but they were helping uh or like the rock and other people were showing up at a political convention to like help with whatever and he's like no it might have even been the daily show that's how old this was but it was colbert was a reporter mm-hmm. it and was he's like yeah and he's like wrestlers wrestlers and politics john they go together like cookies and ass <laughs> that's kind <laughs> of what and that's kind of what I thought this mix was like. That's, that's how it yeah. felt to me. I could see that. Yeah. I can see that. And well, that's funny. Uh, that was around, actually, that was around two, when was that? It was in the it's probably Indecision 2000. Indecision 2000. It was, a, you know, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. When um, for some reason the Rock was at the Republican National Convention and, or maybe it was 2004. I think it might've been 2004. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was weird, and, and it was a, a whole big get out your vote campaign. Yeah, which to their credit, it was it wasn't like get out and vote for 
you know, Bush. I know, I know. It was, know, just, know. It was a big, you know, they, they were getting on the, I thought they were ripping off the MTV Rock of the Vote thing. I thought that sure. all that was about. But at least, you know, if you're going to rip something off, that's a noble thing to rip off. Yeah, I was, I was completely unaware of Linda McMahon having political aspirations at that time. I'm like, oh, right. good. vote, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Not to go off on a tangent, but they did a, uh, at one point in 2008, they had like McCain, Hillary Clinton, and Obama. I remember. Opira. All gave us. Oh, yeah. Like, they the all fuck? gave a speech. Yeah. I remember. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. But that back, was bizarre. But okay. Yes, you're right. This episode shifts tones wildly on yes. the dime. Yes. <laughs> wildly. Yes. As, as, and as I mentioned last episode, mm-hmm. um, and I was kind of joking about it, and I'm trying, and I'm gonna, you know, be as as gentle as I can. But but this is, you know, a very special episode of Legends. Of it Tomorrow. is, yes, it's, yes, um, I know. And I it's know. and I and I went ahead and I did check. I go, do they do anything like this ever again in mm-hmm. five seasons? And the answer is no, they do not. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I mean, that's good. It just doesn't fit, man. Like, there's ways that you can really, with a show like this, there are, you can even have things said about slavery in the Civil War on a show like this, if you really wanted to, but not like this. <laughs> to, quote, to quote the blonde, a spiky-haired girl from Matrix, who I can't remember, not like this, not like this, just before <laughs> she conks out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they get the show... I mean, the show definitely, you know, every now and then will drop a little, like, line. There's a few, like, there's a definitely a few Trump digs every now and then, but they're jokes. One-off, right. one-liners, that sort of thing. Um, like, they meet Obama, a young Obama in college, and it's all played for a lot of fun, and it's it's fun. And, 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 but mm-hmm. there's no, nothing heavy-handed in it. Okay. Oh, God, I can't wait for that. What season is that? That's season three or four, but... Oh, my it, God. It works. Well, I'll just give you real quick. You know, bad guy sends, I'm not going to reveal who what supervillain to kill mm-hmm. Obama in college to try to prevent it. It's not the whole episode. It's literally five minutes of the episode. Okay. Okay. You know, and it's, uh, and it actually works. It's a lot of fun. The actor, they, the, the actor who they get is uncanny. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's fantastic, but not fantastic is how we start off this episode because you thought we were done with time pirates from season one. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> this is how this whole thing starts. Mm-hmm. We got the fucking time pirate, and he's carrying something they stole. That's uh, it's something horrible, and it did something to a guy. And he crash lands in Mississippi, eighteen sixty three, and he's surrounded by rebels, and uh, yep. and he starts to turn into something, but we don't know what it is. And then right, we get right. into the. So this is just show. like the oh somebody put the the banana serum in the toaster and it created it's like whatever starts the i don't know i'm just it's called the tx it's called the tx 90 it's something they were stealing off another ship and i just mean with like every zombie movie or sometimes they don't even do it right yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah it's uh well then since we're gonna mention it because in this episode these zombies are fast zombies now what is your preference? Do you do you, do you have any dog in either fight? No, I don't. I don't. Versus? I don't really care. I mean, I I, li- I like the zo- zombie movie genre. I like the zombie movie genre. I don't love it. It's. Uh, not, I'm not. A I big don't go out of my way. To, 
yeah, I don't go out of my way to like. Uh, I haven't watched all the Romeros, but I've seen Night of the Living Dead. Right, I That's loved uh, Shaun of the Dead, and I loved uh, Dawn of the Dead, the Sarah Pauly one, um, and a couple others along the way. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I don't. It's not my favorite. Uh, me neither. Uh, genre by any stretch. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even a really a horror guy. It's not like the, ooh, it scares me. I was like, I just don't. Yeah, I like, like I, my my, my wife watched all the Walking Dead. She likes zombies more than I do. I just I'm like, oh, I get the metaphor. It's almost it's just overdone to me. Oh, like it's kind of like yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like like Joker movies. It's like mm-hmm. ooh, another Joker movie. <laughs> you know, they're like ah, oh, God, here's the here's the thing, you guys. This guy commits crimes, but it's like a joke to him. For him, it's. Well, I mean, really, if you want to go that far, get another Batman movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, same, yeah, right. It's just, uh, it's just too much. Just give it, give it some room to breathe, man. Although like, that I be- think that's what I, I think that's what I think with like zombies. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh yeah. And this yeah. episode came out at the, you know, the height of Walking Dead and everything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, when yeah. it was just zombies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I just remembered: uh, the last time we had, were they? tackled some social issues was the 1950s episode right right and we got uh bird greasers yes. so maybe their idea whoever who's there, there's like if we we touch on this we need something really far out and monsters let's go with monsters bird yeah. creatures zombies it just i think the bird honestly i think the bird creatures work better well they were the, funnier the zombies yeah <laughs> and it's more and it wasn't so Jesus, fucking 12 years of slave and color purple mixed in with, you know, Army of Darkness. Oh, well, I was, no, and then within, put in a dash of Django in there, you know? Yes, a I dash. Think. Like, I think that's the only way they could have really pulled it off is to go 100% the Django route or, or to aim for it or to try for that. You briefly, um, you briefly get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, briefly get it. it is again the CW. But I mean, but, for like the type of show that they are, that's the yeah. only you know. this does it really. This episode really sticks out like a sore thumb. It definitely mm-hmm. sticks out like a sore thumb in this season. Yeah, because uh, one of the other things this episode is, it's we've got a new team. Let's put the new team in an adventure, a standalone like we had last week, which was great. Yeah, this one not so. Great. Yeah, it really stands <laughs> out that way. Yeah, and so. We start with the legends. Jackson Steiner listened to Old Barry's message. Uh, Sarah calls him. They they've received the pirate's transmission. He he, he sent out a, an emergency transmission, mm-hmm. and and they uh, they go. We got to go find him and prevent any aberrations. All right, Sarah benches Ray because he's got no more suit. You know, Ray's right. gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like I can't get it up. <laughs> but you know, he tries to make up for it by making them sandwiches. For uh, for their outing in uh, the Civil War, had, like they should have gone the full nine yards and put a pink frilly apron on them too, just to <laughs> emasculate them further. So Stein is having a talk with Jax, and he's like, "You sure you want to go out in that?" And Jax is like, "Hey, it's no problem." And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, "Okay, the '50s was rough enough, okay, but." Mm-hmm really you don't think maybe you know that might attract yes. someone wanted attention yes. at least yes oh my god oh my god like at least have him go with you so if shit gets crazy 
merge and then torch mm-hmm. some motherfuckers. Like mm-hmm. that's the compromise. I think logically, yes, not a chance that he should be going there at all. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> like, logically, but this isn't logically, and that's not the story they were trying to tell. And at this point, it's not to do the infiltration. It's to, hey, we just got to go find this ship and take still, care of it. Still, Even then, I know it's Yes, but, I know. And because yeah. Jack, says, Jack says, hey, man, you know, no, no matter where we go, I'm going to face some kind of racism. That's know? a good point. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Like I don't. This is the thing. Here's what I have. I feel bad about making these jokes now. Like I don't know. I know. There's stuff about this. I don't know. I don't know how to react to this. A lot of the stuff in this, right? But I I know when it's like, it's the change in tone. It's a definite change in tone, and it's just, it's just never smooth. It's never smooth. Like. uh, Yeah, this one really rubbed me the wrong way, but in a weird way that I can't, I don't know if I can properly articulate it. Maybe it's just because well, it's fresh. With these shows, with these shows, the one that gets full out, wears its heart on its sleeve, political, not all the time, but, you know, there's one whole season uh, that way, is Supergirl. Yep. And I think they pull it off because yeah. it's Supergirl. It's, you know, it. Supergirl, Superman, Mythos, Truth, Justice, and the right. American Way. Right, and truly right. That fits that yes. one more than this. Yeah. Or for the wacky band of misfits f- whack, jumping around through time, fucking up and having fun. Yeah. This isn't it. This is. It's, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, you know, but although again, like I mentioned, a lot of the audience for this dudes my age who are into con- old comic books and teenagers, so maybe they were feeling like. We, 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 we're gonna try to teach some kids a little something, <laughs> you know. You know, maybe there's and try to aim that. higher for those for those people who love Civil War history, <laughs> which is probably a little older than. Well, it. apparently, because I didn't get get into it when I when I get all IMDb curious, but yes, Civil War historians all over the goofs pointing out every little detail about the first universe. of all. There is no evidence of any Walking Dead in, <laughs> during this time. No, no, now imagine though if there were and it was in the Ken Burns documentary and uh, like, my darling. Yeah, my darling. My darling Marsha. <laughs> no, it's gotta be somebody. It's gotta be like Ismerelda, my dar or, or like Huelda oh, or Isabella. <laughs> something really long. My darling Isabella. Spirits are down here outside of Gettysburg. First we face down with Lee's men and while we gave them quite a whooping, the next thing we knew, the undead came chasing after us. Then there was a lady assassin, and then I, then I saw this guy turn into steel, blow up a bunch of these undead, and still remain clothed. It was... You start to add that, the voice. <laughs> Wait, no, get away! Ah! Signed to your beloved husband. <laughs> <laughs> Jebediah Washington the third. Jebediah Hedge. I can use my real last name, but believe me, I had relatives yeah. fighting wow. on both sides of that shit. Wow. Kentucky was literally split down the middle. Dang, yeah. It was, yeah, it was the only it was the only state that was split down the middle and, and just fought in the in the fucking state. Mm-hmm. And historically, the South won that. That all. I love my. I love where I was born. It's beautiful, but 
it has its issues, yeah. as every place does. But Kentucky, especially now that we have a cave salamander as the face of Kentucky, it's really embarrassing. Um, so, <laughs> hey, this is their political episode. Yeah, you know, yeah, oh, um, yeah. Legends. Yeah. So, hey, you know, yeah. sorry, anybody. Yeah. So they arrive in 1863. They're all getting in disguise. Ray, Ray, Ray packs some lunches. And then they're on the mission, and Ray decides it'd be a good idea to start being an AM DJ on the comms it's a lovely day here and outside the killing fields of antietam you know it's a balmy 63 degrees yeah <laughs> i was like watching this again I'm like what the fuck is happening uh-huh. <laughs> and then sarah turns off the comms. so they find the pod mick gets to burn it yeah again you got stein who just tossed so flustered all the and stein is there so yeah he is there mm-hmm. because they do turn into firestorm um the well, don't you think that's enough incineration for one day? No, I do not, Professor. Yeah. <laughs> that was a little funny. I don't know. He, he's getting, he's getting yeah, a little more cutesy-wootsy, but I like it. <laughs> well, who, Mick? Mick, yeah. Is, yeah. Mick completely becomes cute. Mick, is the, Mick becomes the comic relief on the show. Yeah, he's yeah. the comic relief character. He, he gets to have some moments, mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, drama or a bit of pathos here and again. This sure. last season, he got a lot of that, a big upgrade right. in character. Uh, but for a large part from now on, Mick gets one-liners and 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 fun shit, and he he stays involved in everything. But he's definitely the everybody becomes the comic character in a couple of seasons. Here, Mick mm-hmm. is definitely becoming he's he's the funny guy, and until they figure out what if we just made him all funny, <laughs> see how yes, that works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so then they see this guy; he's being chased by Confederates, an African American man. And you can't quite make out the Confederates. And uh, by the way, he, they say his name is Henry Scott, and I had to look it up. Real guy. That was kind of neat. That uh, I don't know that he had to run away from zombies or anything, but he definitely was. He was there at that time, you know, working for the uh, the union. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's a deep cut too. <laughs> <There's> like, okay. <laughs> did, yeah. Someone read about that. Like, how oh, we turned this into yes. an episode. And I guess, like, I don't know what, they're, what they were thinking. That's what, I, like, I, I don't, I, I don't know what to comment. I don't know uh, who the writers were. Um, I didn't look. Yeah. Um, so, I like, I just, it's just so hard to comment on things mm. like that. Well, okay. Well, well, then take a little break from that for a second. I, just, I heard some news today. What's that? How familiar are you with the Powerpuff Girls? <laughs> I know them. Uh, I know the. I know their. Their main nemesis is uh, Mojo Jojo. I know okay. I know the, the the three of them. I know I can't remember their names offhand. But uh, Bubbles, uh, shit, I, I should. I'm sure. Like I remember watching. Uh, there was a time when they were like they were really. I loved it. I hip and it was happening. It. I remember the Beatles episode was really good. Oh yeah, to meet the Beatles was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Greg Berlanti, the the reigning lord and master of the CW. Yep. Uh, so he's moved out. He moved out from just DC with uh, Riverdale and Sabrina. Um, the next big project, whenever, who knows when it's going to be filmed, but uh, it'll be filmed up in Vancouver. So it's the Powerpuff Girls. Wow! And they A are live action. Live action. They're in their twenties and and upset about their childhood being superheroes. Is the premise. And it, it's Greg Berlanti is the overseer, 
Um, yeah. Diablo Cody is one of the main creators of the people involved. Really? I don't know how you feel about Diablo Cody. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot. Yeah, it's just there's got to be a fucking bubble here that if it hasn't burst already, why are they, they just like try something else? Try a new idea, man. It's, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know. Shot. It's the C. It's like I'm saying. The CW is eventually going to be just pop culture superhero shows overseen. Yeah, of existing franchises, uh, though, man. I, I just, so. I just, I want uh, new ideas. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, like, I like, I like new ideas on characters that can be t- told new stories. Yeah, but it's been that we've seen a lot of that. But we've seen a lot of that. There's like like two I don't know. But here's the, but we're at a point where there's room for everything. There's room for everything. Sure, Street sure. services right now. There's room I for suppose. everything. I suppose you're right. You know, if you want it, you can get it, you know? Yeah. I'm willing to give that a shot. I mean, I thought when Riverdale was first announced, I was like, oh, this is going to be the shits and I mm-hmm. fell in love with that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Let's see. Now, I did not try Katie Keene. There's a Katie Keene one now, too. Yeah, it, it, one oh season in Kansas. One that's season. going to be little jinx. I think growing up, little jinx. Well, that's just it. I was like, they haven't brought in little jinx, just jinx. as a side just character. Jinx. Yeah, no, it'll be little. just jinx. They'll drop the lil. But, but by the way, um, on Riverdale, yeah, Jughead's uh, Jughead's sister is Jellybean. Yeah. She's yeah. Jellybean. You know. That's what I love about it. I love how fucking batshit bonkers and serious it can be while using all the silly names. It just cracks me up every fucking time. You're having these heartfelt, passionate moments where he's like, Jughead, listen to me. That's That's so funny. (laughs) And the girl that plays Shell Blossom is just... Yeah. Yeah, well, she's and she's fantastic. She's hilarious. She's fantastic, and she's just stunning. Hmm. So, all right. <laughs> I don't know. That show's gonna jump the shark. We're trying to avoid it because um they had to can't they had to end the uh, last season because of COVID. Yes. Apparently, they're, they're gonna do a time jump to them being all in the in their twenties and young and take it from there. And I was like, hmm. then you lost interest. I, I, they got to be at Riverdale High, or I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I have my limits, Travis. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, let's get back to this fucking episode. <laughs> so, Nate so running, running, and Nate dogs. recognizes that the guy's dispatch. Okay, and they see that he's being chased by Confederate zombies. And when I first saw this episode, I was like, "This is fucking awesome!" I mean, that's such a what are two good things that taste taste great together? Uh, racist racist confederate zombies I'm, I'm well i don't know how racist they are they seem to be wanting to eat everybody so you know maybe the the zombie the zombie juice erased the racism oh my god i, I don't see color now i just see braids yep i don't see <laughs> just, i don't know People, like oh well technically that still is racist but some people want you to see their colors ah <laughs> anyway so they fight they have a zombie fight mick punches one's head 180 degrees around which popped me uh, and then splatters one's head with a rock but you don't see it you just hear the squish right right 
Yeah. <laughs> and it made me laugh. It just because you, you're not going to see it because it's, it's the CW. Mm-hmm. You got in that fucking sound effect. And it, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they they, they kind of push the envelope with that a bit in this one, uh, in parts. Uh, it, parts of this can be scary. I think for people a, are like, kid. but that's what you can do with zombies. You're allowed to make it more grotesque by of nature. Course. Uh, so it's always, and it's you know nobody cares if you light a zombie on fire, just like a just like a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Or say zombies a, a, and Nazis. Yep. Zombies and Nazis. Soldier. And you know. It, it, See, after this episode was poorly received, they canceled the idea for the season three episode with um, vampire Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> See, that might work, man. That sounds better than this, I think. It's also not original. That's the um, yeah. Baron Blood. I think it was called Baron Blood, who was a Captain America villain. He was a, right, a Nazi right, right. vampire. <laughs> right. Sounds familiar. That's funny. So... But the dispatch guy is dying somehow. I guess he got shot. They don't make it very clear. And he tells yeah, them. Yeah, that was weird. It didn't make any sense. It was like a bullet hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one, one of those zombies is still a good shot. What the, what are you, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? It's like a too friendly fire. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. And he's like, are you union? And he says something about you got to get the, the troop transports. Uh, they get back to the ship. Ray missed it all. He goes, like, oh, I had to go take a shit or something. <laughs> yes. And yes. Like, and yeah, that was so weird. That's sort so of insinuated. Funny. He sort of insinuated that he had that to go take a deuce. deuce. Yeah. <laughs> and we were, att- and Mick says, we were attacked by zombies and someone put sprouts on my sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and Sounds pretty good. That, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's just like, even in that joke, it takes a, a swift turn in the middle of it, like ooh, zombies and ra- zombies and slavery, and then zombies and sprouts. So the guy, mm-hmm. but because this guy died, the Union lost the, the Civil War, and Henry Scott had orders from General Grant to infiltrate a plantation and get troop movements. All right. Then they find out that Mick is sick. Mick's going to turn into a zombie because he got bit and he mm-hmm. didn't notice. And when they show the bite. That he yeah. didn't notice. I was like, "How the fuck oh, did you notice oh, this?" Oh, you mean that? <laughs> he goes, "Ah!" And it's like it's huge, and there's teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Shh! I don't want people to find out, or they'll think I'm going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> and oh, but and by the way, we, we missed out. Professor Stein is ridiculously scared of zombies. By the way, to the it. point, to the point where don't oh don't even say it. Oh. it, it dude, this yeah. is make, this is turning me off of Victor Garber. Every time I see him, <laughs> every time I see him, I'm just like, ugh. I just he's a good actor. I've seen him be a good actor, but I just hate him on this show, man. I hate him. He's so bad. <laughs> <sighs> So I just don't. I don't know if he's. I just think he's miscast. I guess he anyway. looks the part. I mean, maybe he's just. It's okay. Weird. At one point, I don't know. At one point in this show, he and Mick are about to have a romantic moment, and he, you know, like I think he pulled that off. <laughs> well, <laughs> interesting. This, this big muscular man. But mm-hmm. they, it was they do that kiss joke. The whole. I okay, I broke down the three subplots. 
uh, into three sections. That's how we're going to talk about this to get through okay. this. Because okay. it, goes, it also goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Okay, a okay. Lot. So Jack's volunteers to go because he's like, he, he has to replace this guy. And his explanation is you go in as a slave, as the help, no one's even going to notice you. You're invisible. And which was that guy's plan, I guess, was to do the same thing. And it's also, you know, to get the story going. And they're like, well, don't go by yourself. Bring Amaya. Bring the other um, person of color. Which yeah. It's like, well, okay. Just so they could, because earlier, Amaya wanted to help the guy, Henry Scott. And Jax is all, hey, we just got to let it happen. We, we have to protect the timeline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. Which... At this point, they've established they don't really give that much of a shit about that anymore. They're like, yeah, let's help, let's help this guy. Because then they turn into Firestorm. Because then he turns into Firestorm and blows up fucking co- the Confederate zombies. I'm like, yeah. all right. Like, oh, this is this this is this. I guess this is a dead this zombies season one. Tell this no is, tales. At that point, it's okay. Dead the dead zombies tell no tales. Yeah. So that's all right. But they didn't know they were zombies. Mm-hmm. It was an, oh, let's, let, let, let's get those Confederates off his back. And they, they, okay. Oh, oh, anyway, just one thing okay. after another with this. And so let's go with, let's start with Jackson and Amaya's story. Okay. So they're sneaking in. He sneaks in. He's when he sneak in, well, sneaks in, yeah. I'm like, give me a break. He's just walking through the dinner party. Do, 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 do. Yep. It's so bad. And, well, the, the reason she's not there is because she's still pissed about what happened before. And it, because they came, they come upon a young girl getting whipped. Yeah. And she's like, we yeah. can't do something about that. And he's like, sorry, we can't, you know, we, we have a mission. So she's still pissed about that. Yeah, and that was heavy too. Like, good God, it's pretty heavy. That was yeah. a pretty heavy scene. And, and yes, and on one, and here's the thing: we're gonna shit all over this episode. You know, I love the Confederate zombies because it's so fucking silly. But we're gonna shit all over this episode. But for any kids watching this who were watching this who weren't aware of how brutal it was, or maybe even haven't experienced, haven't watched the right things or learned the right things. I'm like, okay, if you want to get that point across, that's fine. That, that, that's, that, I didn't mind that so much. I'm like, if you're going to go there, fucking go there. You know, and so, you know, you just, I don't know. I think you do a disservice to it. If you understand, okay, I see that point with the, uh, with the uh, zombie thing and stuff. That's why I like, that's why I like, that's why I did not feel. And then like when you're like, I almost like I can see people being fucking furious when that whole when the singing starts and stuff. Um, I don't think anyone supposed, really raised a fucking peep about I it know, because they, I know because, because nobody really watches the show. Well, it's not big enough. It's not big. It's kind of like how wrestling, like some things that used to happen on wrestling, we're like, Jesus Christ, how did that happen? And it's kind of like, well, nobody really watches but, wrestling. But at the same time, at the same time, a lot of stuff, especially here that comes out of this country. If it's if its intentions are good, it'll get a pass. They'll be like, ah, oh, yeah. But if its intentions are good, it'll get a pass. It's co- it's it's comic book popcorn entertainment, and they're like, okay, they were, you know, and, and that's and look, like I said, they never do this again. So obviously, mm-hmm. they went, okay, we let's not do, yeah, let's save, save that for Supergirl. Fit, save it's it for not Supergirl. A good fit. 
and I uh, think like, that's the big thing here. Like, regardless of whether or not these scenes are effective or for when within that scene, they're not effective for the overall episode. They're not because they just take you out in, in ways that it's just like, what do you, you can't do this right after oh, <laughs> sprouts and zombies. And now I'm a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just, they, 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 cause it's because they have three separate plot lines mm-hmm. and, and one of them is fun. I think mm-hmm. because Gee, guess who's guess who's in in that plot line? Um, Katie Lots. So I'm like, okay, that one's kind of fun, you know, and silly, but yep. fun. And there's action involved. Yeah, yep. action, action. Then you yep. have a comedy zombie movie going on on the ship. Yeah, and then you have a a, a all story about slavery that gets really serious. fucking heavy. That gets really yes. heavy, and yeah. it's like, what are we doing? I know, I know. I know they really had, they just didn't belong, man. If they could have just committed 100% to Confederate zombies, <laughs> then you gotta just do that. Just run from them for, for like a, a full thing and then throw in, and you, then you can throw in the, the sprinkles of the, of the message you're trying to get across here mm-hmm. in ways that are, that aren't so, I don't know. I don't know, but just not the, just not so out of like a different, which, and this is what leads to, but then we can have this discussion, but then you get into some criticisms of this and we'll get into it's, this is liberal agenda, trying to force it down our throats things. So then I get the immediate reaction of them. Well, yeah, I know it's shitty, but it's hearts on its sleeve. It's got the, it's doing the right thing. And when I see that there's also that reaction, yeah, because, but I can I can also like sometimes it, fee, sometimes those best intentions can end up being like it's the same thing like I don't even see color what I don't even see color like that can be like the worst fucking thing people can say you know what I mean never, speaking so like, as a white man yeah. I never bought bought into that one even I remember when people started Garbage. saying that I was like or like you, you know when you'll see the, like that uh, the thing like look, there's there's like those yeah and there's like those two kids where there, it's a white kid and a black kid, and he said he wanted to shave his thing so he could look, so he could trick their teachers. I'm like, fuck you. There's no way. If that's the case, like you can't be like, oh, that's so. They don't even see like no, like there's something wrong with your kid's eyes, okay? <laughs> or or your kid's teacher is an idiot. Like there's nothing good about that. Well, okay, hold you on. How, I, I, I haven't seen this. How old are these children? They're like in, in kindergarten, but there's like no kindergarten. Way. Okay. My kindergarten, you, of course, you're not going to be like, <laughs> yeah. Are they it's, blind? It's, it's, Is it yes, a school for the blind? Yes, yes exactly. That's what I mean. So sometimes these, what can even be good intentions end up being like worse than, uh, you know, when people are like directly, you know, it's like I would have voted for Obama the third uh, time if I could, right? It's just like it, sometimes it can be a complete uh, flop, man, and can be end up being uh, quite a bit worse. And I don't know enough. That's why I say I don't know what to think about this in parts because I don't, I don't live in your country and I don't in, have... In parts the, of it, in parts, yeah. and I'll tell you, and maybe that's it for me as well. You can look at it with a bit more of a detached eye. Mm-hmm. I'm living in it and we're really living in it right now. So I'm always willing to be like, it is again, and I'm, and I'm not just with this. And this leads into when I always talk about the show, I go, it's a comic book show. There are some comic books 
that also trying doing trying to do their very best and come off very heavy handed. I I love those Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams, Green Arrow, um, Green Lantern yeah. Yeah. Uh, comics. Go yeah. back and read them now. It's you know pretty like when the old African American gentleman yes. talking to Green Lantern and it's the big pointed scene where he says. I've heard you've done a lot for the orange folks up there and the purple folks up there. Yeah. And, what, and about, yeah. but what about the, the black folks down here? And it's a great idea, but the way it's delivered in, on the page yeah. is, and you read it now, it's like, uh, it's just, and you think know, because times nothing. change. No, it, yeah. yeah, again, it gets, oh, but those are still, that doesn't change that much in comics. Every time they, it gets gotten better. But every time yeah, they right. try, some it's... do it. Some do it well. Some. I'm talking some... superhero comics. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. It's a Perez and Wolfman did it fantastically yeah, in uh, yeah. New Teen Titans. Um, you haven't gotten to it yet, but the um, the drug issues. Yeah. Uh, the drug issues are, you know, we want you know, we're gonna have the the Teen Titans do the, the two parter that's really fucking heavy, mm. really heavy with. With teenage prostitution, pre- teenage pregnancy, drugs, overdoses, death—it's bloody as fuck. Interesting, and uh, it's it's wonderful, but it's in, in that's in the hands of Marv Wolfman and mm-hmm. George Perez. Right, 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 right. So you know you you, you can be confident it'll be done well. It was not yeah. done well as this. So so let's keep going. So Ulysses S. Grant, before like I, I want to say, oh, okay, yes, John, love child of Jonathan Frakes and Adam Copeland. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I looked that guy's yeah. IMDb up and he's like been in one episode of like 75 things. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's like, he's just, he was pretty just good. Starting. He was pretty good. I liked him, especially him. by the end. I like the, I like the role he plays. It's like, Oh no, like that shows you how good of a leader she is. She's getting recognized by one of the greatest leaders. Of all it's time, the right? only like shining. That. It's the only yes. gem in this episode. Yeah. 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 Stuff with, with Sarah and Grant, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's the, and, you know, oh, who can make some chicken salad out of chicken shit? This mm-hmm. show. It's Katie Lott's you know, being the fucking badass. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we don't get to see a lot of it, but there's, yeah. there's not, not like last one. So Jack sneaks in, of course he gets fucking caught. Yes, eventually. And, and, and you meet the bad guy, Mr. Collins, Mr. Collins. Mm-hmm. And he is, you know, this guy is fucking vile, you know. He, he this guy plays vile pretty fucking well, you know. It's like, yeah. I mean, some might call it. Is this an over-the-top stereotypical performance? Maybe a little bit, but you know what? I don't care when it's oh, this type yeah. of character. Sure, um, and and his his goon, you know, the the, the slaver, and so Jax is he's chained up with all the other slaves, and yeah. And they, and they shared they, like they, some they, of the harshest fucking stories. Harshest, like they, you know, guys. You know, well, first, first they hand shame him. They work shame. Yeah, look at his hands, know, pussy. Yeah. And and he, then he says, his name is Jefferson Jackson. And one of the guys says, "Oh, that's two famous slave owners you're named after." And I was like, "That's a good line." Was he? You know, were they, uh, were they letting him go to school on, mm-hmm. on the plantation? Know, right? That was a know, little... Right? Huh? Uh, this is huh? the kind of little things huh? I'm thinking here as well. Huh? Yeah. Okay. You know, and he's good. They, they, 
and there's so there's a lot of praise on the IMDb for um, Franz uh, Drama's performance. I, I don't know how his last name Jax. I, I don't know how his last name is pronounced. It's spelled yeah. uh, Drama. Yeah, and I think a he lot did of a praise for his performance here because mm-hmm. when he breaks down at all this and the horror. It, he's great. I mean, he's great. It's just awesome. It's there's all the tone is all off of this whole. I know. I know. So, by the way, he doesn't just. I don't know why this shouldn't have made me laugh, but in the middle of all this, they're like, and maybe this is a thing, and I just don't know about it. Please correct me out there if, if it, this is a thing, but they don't get hunted down with just any old dog. It's Cuban, Cuban, I'm sorry, Cuban bloodhounds. And I was like, I've never heard of Cuban bloodhounds before. Is that the thing? The, it seems so weird. I mean, this whole episode is so weird. And then, you know, Jax is like, so how do you handle it? And they break out into gospel, singing a gospel song. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of call it corny. You would call it whatever I want. That, 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 that'll always work for me. I'm like, you know, really? I'm, no, I'm, like, this is I'm all just seven. like. I was seven when I saw Roots and it okay. like imprinted on me. <laughs> yeah, but I, I no, but I just, it's just not like here. It does, it, the juxtaposition of, of something that's real mixed I and mean, like it's like whoa okay and then it hurts it, it diminishes it diminishes yeah. the the what they're trying to do I don't, I well you know i don't think it diminishes it but i just think it's all out of place I, it, mm. you know that, i think it i think uh, I, I, so I can see that like because you know how people the way that they talk about like uh you know life is beautiful or oh, like there's that recent movie. That recent, there was that recent clip that where there was that one uh, thing talking about how he wouldn't uh, uh, watch any sort of entertainment involving the Holocaust. And it's not that, I don't think it's that bad. Like how he took like great offense to the scene in uh, Schindler's List. when he, uh, uh, It's his uh, uh, director. It's amazing the way he talks about it. I can't remember the name of the director. I should find you this clip. The reason why it was getting shared so much is because it's, it's part of a round table. Uh, and, and at the very end, just before it cuts away, you happen to notice that John Krasinski's there. And he's just kind of like, like he's about to start talking and he's just like way out of his element because he's got, well, <laughs> like that's all you hear from him because he doesn't, <laughs> after this guy said this long and eloquent thing and all of a sudden you didn't even know John Krasinski's there. That's and hilarious. Cuts over to Jim from the office to try to <laughs> add to this. So yeah, I'm not hilarious. saying... No, hold on. Real quick, real quick. That's hilarious because I've just recently heard some stories about, let's just say, not a nice guy. Yeah, not a I just, good guy. I, I know. I think. Yeah, I mean, but also, I, like, I've been watching The Office a lot. My my daughter loves The Office. Um, so, uh, that's a non sequitur. Well, let me uh, ask you this. Let me just ask you this. You're an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, if a guy uh, who's a star or a director, um, uh, just showed up late and yelled at people and threw scripts at them and you know and all that shit, how, how would you think about that coworker? <laughs> <laughs> Happens all the time. <laughs> oh, I would imagine so. Yeah. That's wild to me that people can get away with that shit. Yeah, you know you, could, you, you couldn't get away with that shit in the old studio system. See, <laughs> that's why you needed a Jack Warner to fucking straighten shit out. <laughs> uh, so nitroglycerin. Who had nitroglycerin? All right, we'll get. We're about to get to it because we're just going to okay. finish up the whole uh, okay the Jack stuff. Yeah, because so Vixen decides to go inside. Vixen decides to go inside. Get herself captured Doesn't on purpose well. to mm-hmm. rescue Jacks. 
And she's like, okay, we got to go. You know, she knocks out the slave, slaver. And he, Jax changes his mind. He's like, no, we got to save these people. Yeah. And they're scared to go until one of the young girl notices the, uh, Amaya's totem and that it's from the Zambezi tribe. So she knows that she's a warrior. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, I read this in the IMDb too. And uh, I've liked that scene. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Apparently... It's not, it couldn't, it couldn't be historically accurate. She's like, oh, my mother's from there. And they're like, they're like no, it, it was there. See, so that's the kind of thing that can really hurt your overall message. If you're paying attention, oh, we're going to try to make this real and stuff. And it's like, ah, we'll just say she's from, I don't know, fucking Zambezi or something. That's an African country. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, then well that's where that, they're, it's, they're trying to move along that thing because we've already established that Amaya is the warrior of Zambezi. Right. But here's where I'm saying like the people who are pretending to, or, or like not, I'm not saying pretending or like acting or, you know, having these noble ideas can, can end up really biting themselves in the ass and showing that they're, you know, they're not caring as much as they could be. And I can see that really pissing people off. Not that bit kind of was just like, ugh. you know, and now that you tell me that it's not accurate, I'm like, ugh, that makes it even worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you know, again, it, it, we already had that discussion, you know, how I yeah. I'm like, yeah, right. But, but, you know, I, even I noticed that because I mean, I was watching them, they're a history buff. I'm like, remember the first time I was like, oh, it's cool plot twist, but it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Is she even <laughs> from, is she, oh yeah. Okay. So she is meant to be from the real world. Or her her like powers are coming from the real world. I thought they were more like kind of um, alien. No, no, no. They're mm. magic totems. They're yeah, ma- right, right, right. The, the magic okay, totems okay. That, that were that the gods gave down to the warriors of Zambezi. All right. Yeah. Which, by the way, is the the big um, uh, the big MacGuffin in uh, next season. Huh. <laughs> it's all the totems. All right. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, I'm just like, trying to throw you a bone every now and then because of this episode. But you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest though. I'll be honest. I think we're doing a pretty good job. Talk, instead of shitting on this, we're talking about it. We're like, oh, we're having a good yeah. discussion about you know this because this is a tough. It's tough to do mm-hmm. in a comic book and kid show. It's it's mm-hmm. it's tough to do that that, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. It, it's mm-hmm. you remember when you were a kid and you watched your favorite sitcoms and they're like, "Now oh, a very special episode of Different Strokes." And I was like, "The next thing I know, the big guy from WKRP is yes, molesting yes. a child." And I'm like, Dudley, "What's Dudley. happening here?" Yeah. <laughs> that that bothered me as a kid not because of what, the show. I was just like, "Oh, Gordon Jump, they got oh, they didn't It's going to ruin his career." <laughs> No one's going to hire him after that. It's the big guy. And the next thing you know, he's the new fucking Maytag guy. Maytag guy. So it worked out. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. I guess I'd paid, I'd paid pretty well. You would know. i paid pretty well for a, a long oh, time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what you want. Mm. So and here's where the disconnect happens. Because they go, okay, let's go. And he, we're going to escape. They open the door and zombies. And what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it went from so serious to silly. Mm-hmm. Party's it, over. Like Somebody was, said party's over, I think. Yeah. It, uh, so then, before we get to the other side, so then Amaya rescues uh, the people. Jax mm-hmm. and the dude run in to get the, the plans because the guy knows where they are. And uh, 
they're fighting zombies and they, they find the map or whatever the fuck it is, the, the troop transports. And they're fighting alongside evil Mr. Collins. And they're like, hey, give us a gun. He's like, I know better than to give my slaves guns while he's being attacked by the undead. And, mm-hmm. and then he gets eaten. Mm-hmm. They run upstairs and he gets eaten and they cut to the, the, the last cut of that shot. I was like, Travis just really gave me a shame that he was in this episode because they loaded him up with some fucking zombie makeup. The one that guy that comes up and goes, <sighs> it's like kind of looks right at the camera there. Right? Looks right at the camera. Yeah, kind of spikes. It, Hello, what do you, the viewers at home, think about? <laughs> talk to your kids about history. <laughs> yeah, he should. No, at the end of the episode, there should have been a little special message from that zombie. Uh, Hi, parents. Yes. I'm glad yeah. you joined Sit, us on a very special Legends of, a, of Tomorrow. Sitting in front of like a bloody bookcase behind him. It's just like, <laughs> like arms and stuff hanging from it. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, like pla- just, on plaques, on plaques, like yes. guys who, who, yes. who stuff yeah. fish for some reason hanging in there. He's got an room. ascot. <laughs> and an English accent because he's an actor. Yes. You yes. see? Yeah. <laughs> an, an affected yeah. English accent. Yeah, it's good. Like so, it. <laughs> so, all right. So they run up and they throw. <laughs> Jack throws one kerosene lamp at the zombies yeah. and boom! Blimey, it's yeah. a fire. It's Kablamma. a firestorm. A literally literal firestorm. Really I was, was like, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know the Confederate zombies were that fucking flammable. <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. shit. There's like this huge special uh, we're gonna we're gonna give the very special part of this a very special special effect budget. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah. let's take a quick break because we had right. to get through that because the other stuff is gonna be fast and silly. So sure. let's get through that sure. and talk about what else we've got going on podcast wise. Yeah. When's the next Yours Mind Yours the Mind truth. the Truth? I don't know <laughs> right now. I, like I, I've start, like uh, there's been a scheduling uh, issue with my latest guest for the last little while. We were supposed to record on Thursday. Now that's not going to happen, so it's going to push one more week. I was, I was thinking about doing just a quick pod blast just to talk about all the music because we, we drove to Calgary recently and we listened to we because we borrowed my wife's dad's car because we didn't want to take our electric car because we didn't want to stop as much this time. Um, you know what I mean? The, the less stopping and having to use public, whatever, the better. Uh, so, uh, but they only that's usually, CDs. that's usually a good idea when there's not a pandemic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, so we only had to use CD. So I wanted to, so it was like kind of re really rediscovering old, um, uh, uh, CDs and albums I used to listen to for good road trips. So I might do a, I might do a pod blast on that sometime in the next couple of days. Uh, but I'm still hoping to do with my friend Ken, uh, look at the, in television, the early video game that my, my dad had the first video game I can remember playing, uh, and how there's like a bit, there's still a, you know, there's a lot, there's a big retro gaming, uh, audience, but there's yeah. not a huge one for in television. I mean, they put out a, that one of those little uh, flashbacks recently where it's like a compilation of 50 games like they did with Nintendo and they all sold out, but uh, it's not as big as some other. So it'd be good to look at that. I remember in television and television yeah. was, if I remember it, that was the second because it was Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. And the next thing that came out that anyone talked about was in television. I remember, yeah. and I remember playing it 
at the neighbor's house and and no offense to your childhood it's like oh television sucks i was like i didn't <laughs> like it's, 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 it's significantly I, better than atari especially if you look i did back. not agree i didn't yeah. agree because i didn't care about the graphics i cared about mm. the gameplay mm. and uh there were certain i could play pitfall mm. for yeah. hours and just yeah, be yeah, yeah. hypnotized yeah that's a fun but, one but like, there's like certain games, like like I had my friend who like had a, has a, a deep att- attachment to it, and only like we all had certain games from our childhood. But there's a game like uh, Tron's Deadly Discs mm-hmm. is considered like ideal television game, ideal for in television over like it showed up in other ones, um, and there's like a bunch of other games we're going to talk about here that that really have that's like cool. stood out and kind of gained this kind of cult classic. And there's like a new in television that's supposed to come out in 2021 that's like new and updated and we wonder if it's like there is interest in it as you know right as i said like there is a bit it's a niche of a niche right yeah i mean uh, and you the, say because what happened was here's what happened atari 2600 the big dog on in television and then what we everyone remembers and what definitely felt like an upgrade was not Nintendo, but ColecoVision. ColecoVision, yeah. That was kind of the in-between there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. ColecoVision. Oh, man, I watch, like, I watch a fuck? lot of, yeah, I watch a lot of, like, history of games, and, and they always uh, have, like, arcade games and stuff, and there's this one guy, I can't remember his name, I should put him over one of these days, but he always does the different versions that showed up on home consoles and stuff, and the Coleco would always stand out as, like, oh, they, they, they almost got it perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that will happen eventually. I, I, I should do uh, something here just to keep people up to date. Um, I, I wanted what, to talk. One last thing, one last thing yeah. before you change the subject. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the most disappointing Atari adaptation of a popular game yes. was Pac Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember I wanted it back because I remember thinking, that's easy. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that'd be great. And my grandmother, we went to the mall. They were sold out everywhere. My grandmother was Crazy. a smart cookie. And remember, he's well, I think they sell those at Macy's or some shit like that. And they did. You, behind the counter, you just had to ask for them. That's hilarious. And we went in, you know, and she got it for it. It was like $45. You know, it was some ridiculous amount. Especially back then. Oh my Especially God. back then. My grandmother would, would spoil me. That's every, great. Every now and then. And uh, I got that thing home and I put, that in and I started playing and went, don't went, don't went, and within five minutes I went yeah. A, yeah a friend of mine came over and he's like I heard you got it I'm like ah and he let me go let's play it and I put it on for him five minutes he's like yeah but like, yeah. then we put in then we put in the Atari version of Defender which was actually really good <laughs> or like Missile Command is really like they have a couple yeah. like really great ones that work but yeah like the Pac-Man the version Atari 2600 version of Pac-Man is historically uh, disappointing and famously oh, disappointing boy that was that was one of the big I felt bad. I'm like, I can't believe my grandmother paid forty. It sold so much too. They just knew it was so popular. Everyone had that Pac-Man fever. Ugh. And I, and one last thing, I loved the Mash Atari game. It was fucking silly and stupid. Never played it. I it was, you had to land. Yeah, you, you had to land. You had to land the helicopter. Yeah. And then you had to perform <laughs> surgery oh and moving God. it around and removing. Interesting. And shit like interesting. That. Interesting. Yeah, it, There's been recent surgery games that are like intense. Um, that's cool. And it came uh, with a 4077 t shirt. 
wild. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, so I didn't get to we didn't get to give uh, Worldcast the the proper send off that we did. Yeah. I wanted to tell you uh, tell you personally thank you oh, for for all of the like, dude. Like I was so I jumped at the the opportunity to work with you when you had this idea. Um, and it's because of those like seven years and listening to you guys. And like, um, so people should listen to Worldcast. Just listen to this last one, but it should listen to Titans too, uh, because you guys are an important part of uh, that, of wrestling discourse and uh, wrestling history discourse. Yes. Uh, and it's, and you've left the stamp. Um, so thank you. And uh, people should, as I said, I repeat, should should seek out uh, Worldcast as well as the old Titans of wrestling. Yeah, the Titans that you can get, we've got we've got uh, some copyright issues. Apparently, have blocked a, a few of the a few of the older episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some you just I'm like, well, why can't I get this anymore? But uh, really, a podcast? Yeah. Like, I wonder what. It was weird. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Parv would get creative with some shit, but who knows? Right, what? right. So he might use a lot of music. music. Yeah, he, right, right. That's a good point. <laughs> oh well, but there's still like he was spinning his own. He was spinning his own disc, so it was yeah, like, you, know, yeah. you know, he was sampling here and there. Right, right. But right. yeah, thank you very much. That's very nice of you to say, and I'm yeah. very happy that it's led to this because since because the way i look at it is like oh, it's just all one continuing network sure. kelly kelly t nelson may not be podcasting but he's still the, yeah he's, he's still the master and overlord over here That's so right. um, he's picking out stuff for us to do on let's say i don't know mystery titans theater yeah which, uh, yeah the last uh, that we just did yeah such a blast We're bringing our buddy james uh, hamilton back again as we do for every uh, first of our trilogies uh, as we begin in Toronto and uh, to go to Canada. And we're already, dude, uh, like in the last week, um, we've got more feedback on Mystery Titans Theater. Uh, really? Since we started doing it. Yeah. Like where, where, where's, gonna, the feedback? where's the it's feedback? Just on, it's just on the comments on our, on our, um, on you, our on the on walls your, of on YouTube, they're on all like YouTube asking. Page? We've got people excited to join us. People giving props to our cops. That makes me so happy. But then, like, there's like like some when I when I tweeted about it, like I, I get I get a bigger response from from Mystery Titans Theater lately than mm-hmm. I have for any of the other uh, stuff we've done. Uh, or I've done uh, wrestling related. Like I, there was like somebody who just retweeted us in all caps. Somebody I have no idea. They're just for all caps. Fuck yes. <laughs> <There was a new. laughs> that's awesome. I love that response, dude. Um, so that's awesome. That's because that is so fun, man. La- fun. Last one we did was so funny. It was so funny. It really, um, it really was because James is. Is he an actor or is he like yeah. a professional comic as well? Uh, no, he's an actor, but like a bit of a bit of both. But but also, a but fan it, of but he says he's done some live like yeah, riffing right. and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So you, okay, if you're gonna do live riffing for an audience that's paying for it, you gotta yeah, be yeah. fucking good. And that's why. And here's what I love: number one, got everyone. Even if you would listen to this and you don't give a shit about professional wrestling, mm-hmm. you will enjoy this episode. We watch old wrestling cards because we're all wrestling fans and 75 percent of these are like really bad and, and 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 the conversations go everywhere we have a lot of fun and then when stuff's good we get so excited as the fans yeah. we are and, yeah, and go yeah, nuts yeah. and then we go back to making jokes and going off on tangents yeah. Yeah. and this episode we just did 
made me laugh so hard because I, what I, I like being on podcasts and, and mystery and Titans. Like I always like being like on Titans. I was like, oh, who's going to be the witty guy who comes up with a fucking one liner. Hey, that's sure. Johnny's fucking luck. But when yeah. I was with you guys, I got to sit back and just be entertained by the two of you going back and forth. <laughs> and, and, or, and, and I did a little, I'm going to throw an idea out there mm-hmm. and see what the two of you do with it. Yeah, and, yeah. and you guys would take that and go riffing on it. Like fucking just a joke about Don Morocco likes to eat turkey legs yeah. based on like, well, he doesn't do a lot of leg days. Well, look at his gut. You know, he does the turkey leg days led to, I think, I don't know. 10 minutes yeah. about Don Morocco frequencing uh, medieval times medieval and everything he wrestles in. That was just fucking hilarious. So, yeah, you know, the Titans awesome. that, you know, so the Titans, you know, brand lives on yeah. in that as well. So, yeah, yeah. You know that, and tune into all the other shows on the Plum uh, Podcast Network, yeah. guys, gals. Uh, I mean, it's mostly pro wrestling. Check them out. If you like wrestling, there's good stuff, but there's a soccer podcast. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, uh, all sorts of fun things. All more, sorts of fun. more interesting things to come. Yeah, more and more to come. But so we're going to move on with uh, this episode of Legends. Abom- number, number one, abominations. Abomination. Because we've got the undead and slavery. There's two abominations. Right. right. And, and sometimes, yeah. yeah anyways. Mm-hmm. Does, he, does he call it apparitions too, in parts? No, I didn't. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. So. Let's let's get to let's get to the wacky uh, uh, plot here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ray and Stein and Mick up on the wave rider, and Mick's about to turn into a zombie. He's like, "I'm counting on you, Raymond." And Ray's come up with a vaccine. It's fine. It's fine. It's a vaccine, and he gives it to Mick, and Mick turns into a zombie because yep. like, fucked up. He's gonna have speeds to up the process basically. Yeah. yeah, speeds up the process because you got to do it twice. Uh, Ray figures out uh, later, of course. And uh, you know, and I really hope that that is not how the eventual vaccine for COVID works, <laughs> because you know, turning into a Confederate uh, zombie that. I mean, half the country here already is a fucking. Hey, but um, boom. Hey, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> so he he's chasing them all through the ship. Marty, uh, as uh, as Ray calls him, he, can I call you Marty? No, and he just keeps calling him Marty. Which, it, I like that. I, I like that. that. I like yeah. that. I like because this was Ray not taking but his it, shit. Yeah. Anymore. Ray wasn't but, taking a shit anymore. But it just feel, it felt, again, like from a different... Can I call you Marty? <laughs> Mixed in with... Oh, like the, the, I don't want it to... God, I don't again, want well, it see, again, I'm, I'm just break, I broke... Yeah, like, right, right, Breaking right. them down. Sorry, sorry. I gotta, I gotta move on I gotta move on Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Um, uh, and they're bickering, which... Just all this, I was like, well, this is silly and stupid. And, and, and when he's like... Oh, look, Marty, you have an irrational fear of zombies. It's not irrational. He's a fucking zombie. Don't, 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 don't. And they're looking for Mick. He finds them. He's got them holed up in the galley. Uh, they eventually figure out if they turn it into a, an aerosol. Like a mist. Yeah. Yeah, that'll work. Um, Ray's giving Marty a pep talk, uh, which is the one little thing. I'm like, okay, this is the point where... where Stein's been writing him this entire series, and this is the one point where he's like, "Hey, you, listen, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> calm down, calm down, Vic." 
<laughs> because then it leaves, of course, Ray gets attacked, knocked out, not bitten for some reason, or killed. Yeah, and that's why I had an issue. Like, why was he just unconscious? He's just because okay. I don't know why. Yeah, Mick just decided to oh, knock yeah. him out. <laughs> I'm gonna leave him there. I'm gonna leave him <laughs> there for a while. Because you know he, because deep down in his zombie heart, he still loves Ray. I think. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. It, okay. You know, they, hey man, they. they they spend time in, in, in the gulag together. That's, that's when their love first started. I know, started. I know, I know. <laughs> and so, anyway, of course, Stein has to fucking spray the shit, you know, and it works. And and Mick turns back to normal while he's mounting Victor Garber. Yeah, just about and says, and says, Professor, what's going on? Was I just trying to kiss you? Yeah. And Victor Garber looks up and goes, I could only hope, Mr. Rory. I could only hope. I'm like, uh oh. He, yeah, he treats him with. He always calls him professor. Treats him with respect. You know, he right. likes that. You know, he doesn't get any respect from Ray or Jax or anyone. He's a big, meaty, muscular prison man. I've seen yeah. the love you've given yes. Raymond. <laughs> So okay. long, it gets lonely up on the way, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I get it. He's away from his wife. You know, mm-hmm. he figures Mick's been in jail half his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's get to the one plot that I, I actually, oh, this is fun to me. Yeah. Was Nate and Sarah are looking for General Grant and get captured. Nate has to get in one history lesson to Sarah, and her reaction to this is like the reaction to a lot of the audience to this episode, I'd imagine. Uh, and he's like, hey, did you know that 300 women in drag served on both sides of the conflicts of the Civil War? And she just gives him a look like, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. Was that... Did she I, I preferred that her. I preferred her, uh, her uh, subtle kind of reaction off of him saying Colonel Sanders. I thought that was pretty good. That was fun because they get captured, they get taken to grant, they think they're spies. And, but I also like Nate's delivery of that Colonel Sanders line, which is, you know, that's a little, but because we've heard, we've seen that shit before on the show. It's always, I'm John Wayne. And, right, right. But he, he says, what's your name? Uh, he says, I'm, he says, I'm a Colonel. He's like, Colonel what? He's like, Colonel Sanders. Sanders. I'm, I'm Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. And she gives him the fucking look. And I'm like, okay, they mm-hmm. saved that little joke. I mm-hmm. thought, and so they're like, you're about to be attacked by zombies. Of course, he doesn't know what zombies are. And she's like, ah, I'll just, I'll just show you. And you can shoot him if I don't come back. She comes back and plops a fucking living zombie head on General Grant's desk. He's like, oh, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. And that I loved. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. this I yeah. like. This I like. He's yeah. like, yeah. For me, I was like, as a fan of the show, probably originally, I think I was separating in my brain at that time. I'm like, okay, this is, I remember this part really grabbing me. I also remember being very emotionally touched by the other stuff and feeling conflicted then Hmm. watching it going, well, this is fucking wild and fun. And that's fucking heavy. Anyway, I just wish they would have dove in a hundred percent on just this part. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Or more into it. And yeah. Yeah, you could have you could have still even had the the the, the evil plantation owner and, and stuff like that. You right, could, of you, course. You could have. Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah, you know. I think it's something about the 
I don't know about like it's they all three of these plots almost got equal time and, and either one's really a plot and yeah I think that, right. that's that's hard enough in change of uh, more subtle tones I'd say well, yeah well it, exactly because like I said the reason I broke this down into three is because my notes when I first I wrote down my notes then I transcribed my notes and then I did copy and pasting around because I remember th- thinking I'm like they just go back and forth, back and forth through all three of these things. And none of it, it doesn't work cohesively at all. I'm going to have, there's no way to talk about it except to do it this way. So anyway, Grant can't get sharpshooters because they can't pull them away. They have to fight the fucking zombies. And, and uh, she's trying, and she can't get any backup because she knows uh, Ray told her about what's going on on the ship and, and the other two are missing. And, she's trying to get kind of idea and she's throwing a fucking knife. She's throwing a knife, you know, cause she's slowly, clearly showing that she's the leader and grants respecting that. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's the part I like the her grant recognizing that, you right. know, Oh yeah. Me you're too. a me leader. Too. That was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, it's the only good part yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. And, develops her character and she gets an idea because she's thrown in the wood and it's nitroglycerin i guess or dynamite i can't remember which one it is yeah it was nitro that was weird yeah. oh, no, the, you, know, you know what in so many old movies i remember nitroglycerin yeah. being in dynamite always being a plot device like oh we used to keep that shit around apparently <laughs> it's it's right next so to many. the right next to the baby formula <laughs> Dude, when I, you know the old the old joke uh, about you know when I was a kid, I thought you know quicksand was going to be more of a problem, you know, yeah. based on the movies. Nitroglycerin, another one. Yeah, yeah, because then everything, because everything, point. a single drop, <laughs> single drop, of single drop, boom. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets an idea and pulls Nate away, and she helps take command and. Tells all the soldiers to kill the lights and hold your. Before fire. you get too far, before you get too far, yeah. I want to say one other thing: okay. piranhas, piranhas. Oh, piranhas too. We yes. I was a little. Exactly. I was certain we'd run into piranhas. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Those three things. Now, 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 piranhas in quicksand. Oh boy! While holding a vial of nitroglycerin. Oh, no, Jesus! I'm not going to be able to sleep at night. Thanks. <laughs> so. All right. The plan is Nate runs out with a flare and the zombies follow the flare and Grant says, he's like, that's the bravest man I've ever been under my command or the dumbest. And I don't know. This, this, like I said, this, as I was, as I was separating these notes, I was like, oh, this, saving this for last. <laughs> this mm-hmm. the fun his, I thought his performance was good. He was I liked good. It. Yeah. yeah. He was good. And he's like, hey, you know, follow me. And, uh, and he does, he steals up with the nitro they all pile up on pile on pile on the steel man pile on the steel man mm-hmm. and he blows up the fucking zombies boom we don't know if he's okay he's okay he's covered in guts and still his clothing his clothes don't turn into steel um that like i guess he can't be naked i get it but you know it, 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 that that's the little nerd thing I remember picking. I'm like, oh, what? Why is this? Mm, nah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Some people get bothered by the use of slavery. And like, that, like, the, uh, like they're seconds away from like chomping into his ass, basically. Oh yeah, they're about to eat him. Yeah. Oh, ouch, ouch. Chipping he's my gorgeous. Teeth. He's he's oh, your TV gorgeous. 
what a piece of you <laughs> you've got a real kind of i don't know a uh um uh breck and meyer sort of uh <laughs> yes three ups in a row baby <laughs> Breckenmanias are running wild on Gideon, guys. Let me see how long we can do this. <laughs> that that's okay. You know what we've left behind in season one? Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> now it's Breckenmeyer. Yes. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. So we get, here's the wrap up. We get to the end. Uh, uh, Jax gives the plans to Grant. He's like, oh, this is going to win us the war. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's your name, son? And he starts to say his name. And then he says, oh, Henry Scott. So, oh, the timeline stays preserved. You know, mm-hmm. which even that, he'd, oh, focus more on the Henry Scott character and Jax having to replace him, maybe. Maybe he shows up. On, they have to bring him on the ship. And he's like, what the fuck's going on? And then he dies. And then it was something, you know, deal mm. with it that way, I guess. I don't know. Mm, something. That's just right. We, we could, yeah, we could fantasy book how the they should have done this for hours. I know. And um, I kind of miss that on the way out anyways, because it's just. Uh, by yeah. that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. By that time, you're like, uh And the slaves arrive. Grant says, oh, food and water for everyone. It'll be fine. Yeah, of course, then I had to read, oh, Grant, that's not how it really happened. I'm like, look, Grant's name has been, everyone knows Grant's name has been besmirched enough. Can we, can we just have this? <laughs> in this silly show and yeah. and then we have the great scene with grant and sarah where he's like oh, your colonel which starts with your colonel sanders told me that you uh a little troubled with uh with with, with leading and you know possibility of losing losing men and they have like a little speech he's like well, just, it comes down to one thing captain lance do you believe in your mission he's like, yeah i do and he's like well then you'll be fine you'll make this t- tough decisions and he's like oh that was good it was it was like yeah. the one legitimately good yeah. part of this episode, yeah. and like that's like like if like there's a checklist of things you could do for okay, what can what can these characters get out of the Civil War experience? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? That's, and I, that's and I guess one. they kind of do it there. They kind of do it for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like they, they do they do add up the they do tie up the the ends here right even if uh, it's in different going in different ways but that's one like okay yeah she she gets she gets props from from ulysses s grant that's great as as to what a good leader she is as well as shows uh more leadership qualities and gives her a situation yeah i just thought of one other out just tone deaf uh, thing that from the, earlier in the episode that's just good i don't know if you remember this but just gonna piss you off even more when the legends arrive in the Wave Rider to 1863, the yes. music they arrive to is banjo music. It's probably public domain, I bet. Which so would be makes... fun in a yeah. fun episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. know, right? Like I said, yeah. I was born in Kentucky. Bluegrass is one of my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think, see, I think I think was, that's the other thing too. Is just like the last one was so the previous episode was so much fun. Yeah, this to one go was. to go yoink like this, but it's a hiccup. I'll tell you. I looked ahead. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a hiccup. I mean, not, I'm not saying everything else in this season is just fucking aces. This mm-hmm. sort of thing is definitely a hiccup. You know, it's good. You no, know, let's get into you know, let's start having a few more team building things while we 
get the plot going. Go back to that Barry Allen thing. Yeah, too. I did want to mention at the very beginning there when they're doing that, when they're mentioning the Barry Allen thing. He's like, now you haven't told anyone about this, have you? No. Just like I said last time, it's only you and me. (laughs) He goes, and we have a psychic connection. Stop asking me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that that was like, that's some of that really shitty, um, you know, Oh, the whole, we have to explain this to yeah, people yeah, who yeah, might yeah, not know what's yeah, going on. Yeah. Especially because, like I said, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I don't think this really goes much of anywhere, as far as mm-hmm. I know, because mm-hmm. they change. They, it's bizarre. You know, yeah, I, know yeah. is, no, I think I don't know what it is, because when Flash first started, they did a whole thing. Barry Allen's going to die in the crisis, and it was in 2042 or something like that. And something happens that moves it forward to 2019. Mm. Then we have crisis on infinite earth. I think it's about that. And okay. In a weird way. Yeah. So, but um, one last thing happens. Ray goes to Mick's room. Here's where we see Mick's room for the first time on this show. And what does Mick Rory have in his room? Well, weights, a speed bag, um, a cooler with Captain Cold's cooler gun in it to keep his beers cold. Mm. Not centerfolds, but 1940s pinup girls. Yeah, interesting. I liked. I was like, well, obviously you can't. Very specific like, well, fetish. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I, that's Betty Page. What I'm into. <laughs> you got a problem with that haircut? Because Ray and Mick have a little. You know, he's like, well, what's bothering you? And Ray's telling about how he doesn't you know, feel like a hero because he doesn't have a suit anymore. Right. It's like. I hope I don't regret this, but I'm looking for a partner and gives him the fucking cold gun, mm-hmm. uh, which, which then leads with, ends with Ray going cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. That, or that was cute. Um, and that's but, the end of this very, yeah. very special episode of. Legends. Well, well, no, we do get a, uh, uh, Jack's and, uh, Stein. Oh, I forgot. Oh, yes, yeah, that, oh, yeah, that, yes. that ends with like, they, they really hit the, uh, the Jax is okay. Jax is doing scrimshaw. Yeah, that's interesting. This is interesting. And he just like says, Hey, my mom taught me. And for me, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. See, that's something that I can see. See, that might be a good attention to detail. That might be something that you know could be getting passed down through slavery because they didn't have much else to do. Yeah. Or, or like much other places where they could do art on, right? Um, so that might be something there. I at this last scene. I think it was the, for all like the issues, I think they had a responsibility to try to do this at the end for all the issues I had with uh, the heavy handedness and stuff, just kind of maybe missing the mark for like, I guess this is kind of like, okay, well we had to go for it. Maybe like, I think maybe that's what they were feeling. And that's what this last scene, I, I, I thought this of the heavy handed stuff, this was probably the best. Cause it was kind of like, fuck maybe this was stupid <laughs> you know maybe it's almost mm-hmm. like the writers like saying maybe maybe we did fucking uh, screw up here but uh if that's the case we apologize but you know but this is something that you know that we should all be giving a shit about we should remember yes and, you know, but yeah. and then but and then as we've only seen briefly when they do some weird music out like last time was time on my side right know, this time was was the, the gospel song that yeah. the former slaves were singing. Right. So ends. Which right. Again, it was like, and we're going to end this mix, this crazy mm-hmm. mixed bag of serious shit with crazy, mm-hmm. silly shit. 
and on, yeah. on a solemn note. And, yeah, very uh, solemn. And, 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 yeah, okay. and I, I just wrote, I seriously don't know. I seriously don't know how to, how to properly respond to something like that. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay, I, here's the thing. I've seen stuff like this my whole life. My yeah, whole me life. Too. Me too. You know, especially, especially on American TV. I, mm-hmm. All good intentions and, you know, and, but the delivery is, you know, is what it is, especially mm-hmm. when you're mixing genres like this. Right. right. It's rough. Um, and it's funny. I was going to read this one IMDb guy because mm-hmm. of what an asshole he is and the way he's trying to do it intelligently. But I think we had a pretty good discussion about it. Don't want to I think so too. So fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, again, it was it was far more funnier about the the, the goofs about just how anything military. It just, yeah. it just brings out and and like I said, they're not um, you know mad about it at all. I mean, every now and then you get one guy. Oh, there must be dull. but most of it's like this is just not how it is. It would have been this, and it just and it's I'm like huh. A lot of you know former military love these shows too. I guess <laughs> why would they be watching yeah, this? Yeah, you know, I but or it, it just it's just a lot of gun nuts in your in your uh, in your country. Oh, the guns, well, okay, the guns. I'm ta- I get. I'm talking about the yeah. I am talking about, but also military the stitching on uh, the uniforms, the stitching yeah. on the uniforms, and and the fact that no one who has a nuclear-powered son was killed in Mijan, uh, whatever, uh, who was named Jackson. That's right. Okay. So, um, Travis, I, you know what? I was dreading this going in because I know what hell. Mm-hmm. The I didn't know is, what to think either. Great. Yeah. And then I also was thinking, like, well, we're going to have to talk about this shit. And I yeah. think we did a really fucking good job. Yeah, as good as, as, as good a job as the two could. of us could fucking do. Yeah. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Please um, tune into all the shows on the Plum podcast, the podcast network. And it's easy for me to say. Hmm. And um, uh, Travis, thanks again, and yeah. we'll talk to you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.